What is up, everybody? Thank you for listening to another episode of the Higher Frequency Podcast. I'm here today with my brother, a business owner, entrepreneur here in Pensacola, Michael Silver. How you what doing up? Today? Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Shout Hi. out, Pensacola. <laughs> Hi, Robert. Thanks for having me on to your podcast. No problem, man. We've talked about doing it for a while. I'm just, uh, you know, lazy and stuff. So it's fine. I got a lot going on. What are you going to paris again no world traveling man i know i know yeah it's yeah i mean what do you think you go travel all the time you're just within the states i feel like you're well you're international now right y'all y'all started going to canada so tell the people what you do real quick so i run a very large event company we do probably 250 to 300 shows every year it's a dj driven dance party where we're either gonna throw paint all over people throw foam all over people or just some sort of glow party um found a good niche there doing that and, and you started here in pensacola started here in pensacola about nine years ago i think wow do you still do you still like have the same passion for it as you did when you you know first started or? if anything i think it's more because there's just more to do with it you can do more and you've seen growth you've seen you know yeah i mean we got a contract with the u.s military i went to africa i went to guantanamo bay i went to japan we did four days in japan how was was uh, guantanamo that's that's kind of weird though no i mean it was beautiful um i've been two times now we did customer appreciation week for the people down there for the servicemen and women down there it was a great event. We went down there with Young Jock most recently. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's going down. It's going down. <laughs> so got, that's where he's at now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he made it back. Um, I had a DJ for him, and uh, that was quite interesting. Uh, I'm not a big hip-hop DJ or much of a DJ at all, but it was uh, uh, interesting. It was kind of like a sing-along. They sing over other people's music. and yeah. It was interesting. They're just kind of like a hype man the whole time. Like, get get up, get yep. up, get up. <laughs> yep, pretty much. That's cool, though. Oh, Sorry, man. The Michelob's getting uh, to you already. Uh, Mick Ultra, yeah. It's, you know, it's fine. I mean, Mick Ultra's not bad. They got that new one, the uh, the gold. Michelob uh, gold. I almost got it. I you almost, almost got, got it? it, yeah. I ended up going with these little blue cans. 2.2 carbs. See, Michael and I are both doing the... Uh, the keto diet trying 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 to trying i've been pretty good about it man my dad um my mom and dad are doing the atkins diet similar it's similar but it's like half what you know it's like why don't you just go all the way you know with it yeah atkins is just kind of like in phases whereas keto is like you just do it until you've reached your goal i eat all the atkins frozen meals and the little bars yeah that's what's cool you can eat like the atkins stuff but I'm I'm just dogging on Atkins. I just You're strict. Don't like it. You're strict keto. I mean, I'm I don't. Dirty keto. No. Dirty keto. <laughs> yeah, you went to McDonald's and got got double cheeseburger, no bun. No bun. I pulled the bun off myself because I think that would have just blown their mind to say, "Hey, I don't want a bun." Yeah. No, but he was uh, he was having bad withdrawals the other day from sugar, because that's all he eats. It's like it'll do it. Yeah, the sugar. So he wasn't used to not having it. 
And so I made I made dinner for my family, and we what had steaks. Cook? We had T-bone steaks, asparagus, and my mom made a salad, and it was delicious. But my dad didn't eat a lunch that day. Basically, he starved himself because he was trying a mm. new diet. It was like day one. We're like, "What'd you eat? Tell us. We know you cheated." He was like, "I had a hot dog without a bun." All right. All right. All right. And four tater tots. Like, oh, how'd you mess up? How'd you mess up? Like, you starved yourself and you messed up. Give me some tots. Yeah. (laughs) I need them. And then he just broke down and had to eat a peanut butter jelly sandwich after. Just eat it on a spoon. He was staring at the can of, uh, or the jar of Jif peanut butter in his hands. It's like one of his love. Like, my dad doesn't love many things. (laughs) Jif peanut butter is one of them. Creamy or crunchy? It's creamy, and that's yeah. that goes for all of my uncles and stuff. They just grew up on that. They eat whipped? the weirdest stuff. Do you get stuff. the whipped? Yeah, they eat the weirdest stuff. They eat like they'll put peanut butter in their grits. Okay, I've ne- heard sugar, not peanut. Never butter. peanut butter. I'd never heard of it either until I saw him do it. Mm. He'll put peanut. He'll slap a peanut butter on some frog legs. You know, <laughs> it's just kind of weird. That's weird. That Are they a live frog or is it a dead frog? If you can catch them. All right. You know. But, uh, yeah, it's tough going through those headaches and stuff. Yeah, those first couple days are pretty rough, not going to lie. I do the swerve sugar um, <laughs> erythritol or something. Uh, it's what is, good. is that? Is it's that like, like a, a sweetener? Uh, stevia, I think. is. What, I've been trying to find a good swerve. stevia uh, I think it's swerve. Swerve? Yeah, I think I got it on Amazon. Swerve sugar? I get everything on Amazon. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. Just on that strict keto and peanut butter and frog leg diet, you know? I'm trying to do my best Theo Vaughn. How is it? Emphasis on the frog <laughs> on legs. On the frog legs, yeah. High in protein. Low in ribbit. Yeah. I heard a dad joke the other day about a frog made me laugh. Let's hear it. Is, uh, what do you call a, or what does a robot frog say? What? Ribot. I find that very riveting. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those. It's like right. it was like one of those dad versus dad joke, con- you know. Cheesy dad humor of the day with Robert. Yeah, You're gonna have to have a segment on that. Oh yeah, yeah. We created it. I think I think that's good. Oh shit. All I can hear is the creaking yeah, in the creaking. fan. Yeah, no, the fan's good. The yeah, fan's good. No. I'll creak, I'll creak all day. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. I'll creak all day. I like your little setup here. Yeah, it's it's not a bad setup. It's not a bad setup. I mean, it works. It does work. It works very effectively. Um, so back to back to the glow rage. So you're starting to even you know enjoy it even more now. Yeah. That you've gotten the hang of everything and. You've grown this thing to be a huge business, and and then you've uh, started doing like color runs and 5Ks and stuff as well. So you're expanding, which is great. But we started when I got on board doing like five events a year in uh, Alabama and Florida and Mississippi. Yeah. You know, Marcus and I were working out of any restaurant we could find and sit there and talk and then go home and work more. Uh, and then we got an office at the, uh, what is it? Co- collab at the collab the cie the florida west city program they provide a business incubator so we got an office there 2016 2015 was that that downtown spot yeah power building 
Yes, the Gulf Power Rolling. Yep. Okay. And it's still there. They have a bunch of good businesses in, so they really help small businesses get bigger. Between that and the Cowork Annex, that's the new Blunt Building, there's a ton of stuff for small business here in Pensacola. That's good. That's good. I mean, that's one thing cities need if they're going to grow mm-hmm. and to be not massive economic powerhouses, obviously, not like New York or a municipality really but you need support locally mm-hmm. and a culture locally that you know is willing to support small, smaller businesses yeah there i mean through all the stuff happening to those places it's definitely there like uh even the apple market the mm-hmm. apple market does super well because people in the neighborhood go go to it i was worried when Publix came i in. know Publix almost Publix, Publix almost fucked the apple market. i mean i still say uh, they haven't recovered i know it's know. sad but i don't think they're in the clear either i, I don't know so apple market's making me mad they i used to go there for my kombucha but mm. they uh they started carry they stopped carrying the gts mm, it's, a, it's like a special it. you don't like uh, you don't know i haven't never had it it's, is it alcoholic it has some like alcohol on it, but not really, because it's just fermented. It's it's basically like a probiotic drink. It's supposed to be. Good Is it for keto you. friendly? Yeah, uh, yeah, it has some sugars in it, but not enough to like set you off. All about the neck carbs. Oh yeah, and each one's different. I'm not sure if there's uh there's fiber a whole bunch of fiber in them. It's just a lot of good probiotics for your for your gut flora, you know. How did you feel after drinking it? Let's hear it. Felt good. Felt felt way better than a Coke. Felt baseball good? I felt like I could go... I felt like I could go bungee jumping or something, man. Like, Could you keep up with Forrest Gump? Running behind him? Oh, yeah. That he... See, I don't think Forrest ran that fast. I think they but just made it look that like far. that in the movies. I... I could beat Tom Hanks in a foot race. But Forrest Gump, Janae. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> if he's running for Janae... Mm-hmm. R.I.P. No, nah, I, I, I think I'd still beat him. I, th- wow. I think I'm losing weight, and I think I can move faster. My Bold feet, claims on the record. Yeah, my feet can... Yeah, Tom Hanks, if you want a foot race... I can do it. My 40 time is probably about a 5, 5.0 right now, I would say. That's five minutes? That's five minutes. No way. Dude, uh, speaking of 40s, these kids I've been coaching, I started coaching freshmen, defensive backs, and safeties at my old high school. West Florida. Yeet. Jaguar. Anyway, they, uh, they, it, it's fun. Just to watch, like, the leaders develop, and then some kids just struggle and just mm-hmm. fail every single day. I was one of those kids. <laughs> I tried to play... You uh, tried to play football? I tried to play football all ninth grade. I was, like, six foot, 130 pounds, string bean. I wanted to be a kicker. I went and tried out, and they're like, no, you got to hit. Like, no, I just... I, I just want to kick the ball. I, I played soccer all my life, so I was like, <laughs> I just want to be kicking. I can kick a ball far. Was it Coach G? Uh, no. Uh, mm, I remember that guy. He came after me. Okay. This is 2004. Mm. Um, yeah, it wasn't good. Didn't work out good. I broke some <laughs> cartilage in my chest. Never really healed all the way. 
It's like, coach, I've never played football. Yeah, the only thing football. I can do is kick a ball. Yep. I play soccer. You know, we fall. That's when coaches saw you. They were like, look at this. How tall were you then? Six foot, 130 oh, pounds. Yeah, they were like, fucking string bean. They were looking at you like, oh, you blind back. Yeah. Oh, my yep. God. <laughs> yeah, I just want to kick the ball, y'all. Coaches look at kids like, like they're women. Like, oh man, he's got a fat ass. I bet he can run the ball. I bet he can run the ball. I bet he squats 410. He's going to score me some points. He's going to score me some points. He's going to take the quarterback at the game. Yeah, it's fun putting that coach persona on. I haven't quite got it. Yelling down. at him. Yeah. Run! Yeah. Get him on. They'll give me like shit about making him jog. And jog. I'll be like, jog, get jog off the field, don't walk. <laughs> Kid will start walking, and I'll be like, jog, and throw his hands up. I'll be like, it's a three-letter word. <laughs> jog. I did yog. that today. Right? Yeah. Yog? Yog in Spanish. I should learn how to say jog in like seven different languages and just throw it at him. You have to make him memorize it. And be like, how do you say jog in Spanish, motherfucker? <laughs> yog. Yeah, I should tell him. French! <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. You know what? I'm doing that. You got a pen? <laughs> I need to start writing stuff down anyway. This is a cane. That is... My girlfriend got it for me when I turned 28 oh, last month. Oh, uh, Got it at World Market. Oh. Oh, okay. oh, they didn't even say Kirkland. See, I, I feel like I'm dyslexic because I just assume what stuff says all the time. It says Kickerland. <laughs> nice. We're supposed to burp into the mic, right? Yeah, right. If you, you actually try and lean a little bit closer. Closer. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. All right. But yeah. Did you did you stay after that first year? I didn't stay after that first week, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed through some conditioning and then they made us hit and it was like, no go. The pads barely fit me. They put me up against this big dude. The pads never fit you in high school. I got me. Oh, okay. I got me oh, you cane. got another cane pin. Yeah, she really wanted to reinforce the fact that you're getting old. I like. Uh, I like the um, marketing tactic on canes. If you watch, they, they'll they'll advertise on like Fox and like the news channels that no one even watches. Like younger I watch people the news. don't watch. I don't watch main like TV news. Okay. Yeah. Don't, so you've seen New like, Weather Girls real hot all yeah. I gotta say okay. which on Fox uh, WER TV oh okay I'll have to pay attention to her yep yeah shout out Weather Girl this is local so <laughs> shout out Weather, weather Girl we'll get out of that alright yeah we'll get out of that what was I gonna say damn oh yeah the hurricane they call it the hurricane What's that? It's it's a cane for old people, but it's called the hurry cane. <laughs> so they can hurry? So they can hurry. They're it's not nice. hurrying, no way. No, they, no. I wish they would have old people just moving fast as shit in that commercial. Just going, what? Who it? Who it? Just whipping the cane around? Does it have a wheel on it? It should have... No, it doesn't have a wheel on it. It's got like four stoppers, like a claw. Okay. It should have like... You could fucking mountain climb with that. You should be able to pogo stick out of any bingo hall... Ever. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Or have like a little skateboard on it. Yeah. Yeah. Where are the hoverboards at? Segways are the closest we get. Yeah. Like the I rode the ones with the handles, not the ones with the, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaning back and forth. Yeah, I can't do those. I tried it. I busted my ass. One I time. did with a Segway tour with the people here a couple years back. I bought a Groupon. 
Uh, and it was awesome. I have stock in Groupon. Oh. I got it. I mean, Groupon's it was... biggest problem is that they can't get people to keep coming back. Yeah. They'll do it once. <laughs> How's your Groupon stock doing? It's it it's gone down and then went up and then back. It's stagnated really. What happens? But I didn't buy it. I got it like given to me from Robinhood. Oh. Yeah, you know, you invite a friend. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got so you got stock. one. Yeah, I got a stock in that. And I have stock in a cannabis ETF. Which one? Uh, MJN. Cool. Yeah. How's that going? I think it went down again for some reason. I don't understand why pot's going down. Long term? You're thinking about long term? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I only put a hundred bucks in there. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start seeing which pot ETFs are doing good. I need to stop calling it pot if I'm talking about the stock market. Though, You're talking right? about cannabis. I'm talking about that gas. The gas. That five. <laughs> that <Yeah>. diesel. Yeah. <laughs> Kush. Yeah. So, anyway. Cooler, but, man. yeah. No, I hope um, I hope it goes up. I don't see why it wouldn't. Because once... I have a lot of... Bit, not a lot, but I have some Bitcoin, too. I got a lot of Bitcoin. I'll talk a lot about Bitcoin. We talk, yeah, we can talk about Bitcoin. That is funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Bitcoin's down right now. Bitcoin's down from a couple months ago. Yeah. But up a lot from this time last was year. Was it at? Was it at? Was it at eight thousand right now? Probably. Last time I looked, it was like six something. Yeah. No, it's been going between six and eight right now. I bought in when it was about seven hundred bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah, I bought in pretty heavy. It sold when it hit twenty k. That is the smartest thing I've ever heard about. I didn't sell all of it now. The smartest yeah. thing would have been to sell all of it and buy it back now, but yep. I sold enough. I bought it at 17 because that's, hype. When, I, that's hype. when I had. Because hype, hype, hype. Well, gotta buy it. No, because I've known about Bitcoin since I was in high school and I should But then the mania hit. The mania hit like way later, but I was listening to like the Joe Rogan podcast and they were always talking about Bitcoin and how you needed to buy it. I had a thousand dollars in 20, 2013 and it was like about a thousand dollars for Bitcoin, maybe like, actually no. I it don't, was way less in 2013. I think it was like less than that. Yeah. Yep. So I was about to put like a thousand bucks and just do that and I should have done it. Should have done it. Should have done it. You'd have been making it. But I'm not selling any of it. I'm no. Not, I'm just going to no. keep it. I got my Bitcoin miner room in the warehouse. I'll have to show you. You you will have to show me that. I have these little ASIC miners. Which ones? The little, little ones? Fucking I got the big ones. Yeah. Well, I wanted to start off small. I didn't want to, like, I want to work my way, but then people were like, no, nah, they're going to get them all. They're going to mm. get all the 20, 22,000, 20, 21, 21 million. million. The yeah. 21 million, 22,000. We're a long way away from that. Yeah. Several years. Yeah. I just want to be la like, a lot of people down the cryptocurrency. Well, that's because people see it down from twenty grand yeah. six months ago. They're like, "Oh, it's not real." Yeah. No, it's worth six thousand something dollars. That's a feat in itself for a completely decentralized currency that no one person controls. Right. There's this uh, article. I forgot his first name. Uh, Krugman. He writes for, I think, the Washington Journal, and he was. Um, he's heavily against the the whole cryptocurrency and bitcoin and he was referring to like what makes it different from any other currency that we've already had and he was talking about like there's a finite amount tethering and stuff like that yeah but he said that the finite amount is 
is fixed like on purpose but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter if there's a scarcity then that's yep. good right and really the fiat currency we have now the fed federal reserve just been they just of, keep printing they more. just keep printing it and it's going to yep. devalue our currency it has it has already. already yeah but what people don't realize is there's a bubble going on right now and whenever you have the cryptocurrencies and stuff the people who are invested in crypto are not going to give up Mm-hmm. And I, f- I feel that personally. It's not going anywhere. I don't think so either. I think no. it'll get better. And the only reason it's down right now is because of South Korea. Think so? Yeah, because they, they put a halt to all all the Bitcoin, maybe not transactions, but mm-hmm. they... the government, the exchanges over there. Yeah, the government yeah. wanted to do something. They wanted to regulate it somehow because, you know, they like their government. Mm-hmm. Trying to put taxes on it. Something, yep. you know, and I understand... Um, a lot of people see Bitcoin as a more of a stock. Well, a lot of people see it as a stock because they don't get it. And a lot of people see it as a Silk Road, uh, illicit drugs. Illicit drugs, you know. Yeah, stuff. Which, I mean, that's the beauty of it behind, behind Bitcoin and mm-hmm. people who use it. They want to be able to use it for whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And I'm not promoting uh, any use over the black market or anything, but... I do believe in like the legalization of marijuana and stuff. And mm-hmm. if you can peer to peer send money or send, you know, whatever agreed mm-hmm. upon, like I will accept Bitcoin. If you, if you guys out there wanted to donate some Bitcoin to my podcast, feel free, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just kind of like a barter system right now. I've used it real world several times. And one of the times you got to find the people who, who right. want it, you know? Well, I was buying all these ASICs from Bitmain, the company who makes them. Mm-hmm. And I was buying a shit ton of them. So I was having to wire them money. And to wire the money, I had to go to the bank, fill out a form for an international wire, pay at like 65 or $95 for an international wire. It took two days and there was no way to confirm that it went through. It's just complicated as shit. <laughs> Once your money goes, you can't call and say, hey, how's it going? Blah, yeah. blah, Because who are you calling? Like, who is in charge of Bitcoin? no one to no call. One. Well, no, I'm t- it's just a, I did a wire, a money wire yeah. with my bank. Yeah. So it's like when it leaves, I can't call anyone to see where the money is. Whereas I did the same exact transaction with Bitcoin Cash. Um, oh, you do took, Bitcoin Cash? Well, I had to. That's all they accept because uh, Bitmain, a lot of people think that Bitmain is uh, manipulating the price of Bitcoin Cash. Anyways, a whole nother topic. Uh, I, I sent it and it, it was within two minutes. I could see where it went through. It went through due to them and my order got confirmed. That's awesome. I mean, just the real world use of it was so, uh, it was really nice. The blockchain is definitely... Yep, Definitely I can track it back. every step of the way. It's like, okay, right. you got six confirmed, seven. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the future of everything. That's why, I like, uh, what is it? I am... What, what, what am I thinking about? The huge, the huge banking company, they've switched to, switched to blockchain. Everyone's switching to blockchain. Everyone's switching to blockchain, whether they're admitting it or not. Right. You know? That's the, that's the thing. They want to... They want to love the technology behind mm-hmm. Bitcoin, but then they want to say, no, we're, you know, fiat money is still, like, fiat cash is still better than it, but I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't think so. I mean, in the argument about, like, I don't have a physical wallet, it's kind of invalid to Well, me you can get it. Like, I can lose my wallet, yep. just like I can lose my virtual wallet. Yeah, but if you save your seed, you can always recover it. Exactly. You know, it's so, a matter of locking those seeds up, getting, like, a little ledger wallet. Um, I think the banks are just scared of it just like because it's different federally. 
You know, it's kind of like how the big banks can't accept marijuana payments. Whereas even if it's in Colorado, California, Oregon, where it's legal, they have to carry cash. And they have yeah. to have big stakes built in to carry all that cash. Can they not, like, convert that to pot coin? <laughs> I, I am holding some pot coin. You have some pot I coin? I have some pot coin. Dennis uh, Rodman did a huge yep. service to pot coin. Multiple times. Shirt. Whenever he's just wearing that shirt out there. Yep. I think he was Dude. just coming back from North Korea wearing a pot coin shirt. Oh, my God. Um, I they, wonder if Kim Jong-un has pot coin. He probably does. What? Uh, yeah, that guy I bet Dennis Rodman just kind of like gave it to him. He's like, yep. you can have some of this. Here you go, Kim. Like, oh, thank you. And he's you, like, that's y'all. a slam dunk. Oh, t- yeah, <laughs> that's a slam dunk, Kim. Wait. I bet <laughs> I bet Kim has helpers to help him dunk the alley-oop from Dennis Rodman. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, hey, pick me up. <laughs> pick, me pick me up, up yep. and help me dunk. <laughs> yep. That or they keep the goal really low. What do you do? Oh, yeah, I'm a dunker for Kim. Yeah, I'm a dunker for Kim. How much do you get paid? Like $70 uh, million. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't kill my family. That's what, Yeah, they don't kill my family, and he gives me a million dollars. That's why yep. North Korea is so corrupt. He's got people helping him do Mm-hmm. Dunk contest. Dunks, yeah. If he he just brings Dennis Rodman over. You remember on Space Jam in the beginning when Michael Jordan's like, uh, they they like, hey, this is what you would look like on Moron Mountain. And he's like carrying the chain. <laughs> yeah. That's Dennis Rodman in <laughs> North Korea. <laughs> See, I don't. I would love to be a fly on the wall mm-hmm. during that whole that whole shebang. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I, learned that term, by the way. Shebang. Uh, a fly on the a wall. A fly on the wall? Yeah. Okay. David said he's on the way, by the way. Oh, cool. But, uh, yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good, good old, good old saying down here in the south. I think it's everywhere, honestly. I just learned, uh, it's hard as hail, not hell. What? Yeah. Hail? Hail. Like, H-A-I-L. Like the ice, yeah. I was driving the other day and started fucking hailing. Yeah. I was on the interstate in my car and I just, not the rental either. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm I'm so sorry about that, Tesla. You you gotta tell the Um, I was driving my Tesla the other day home from actually my birthday party at my girlfriend's house and someone rear ended me. I was number three in a four car collision (sighs) and uh, $44,000 worth of damage from a rear end. It's totaled. And but, you hit the guy in front of you, too? Yeah, they pushed me into the people in front of me. Damn it. Yeah. I mean, I'm still alive. My wrists are both sprained. They got me wearing wrist braces and shit. Did it feel safe when you were getting hit, though? It was pretty safe. Was I'm not going to lie. Elon's got you. Oh, the car was super safe. It's one of the, it's the safest for rear impact, so it did what it was built for. Why? Because the engine's... There's wait the, no there's it, in the in the batteries and stuff in the the battery? batteries are in between the wheels. Oh yeah. Whoa. So that one was two wheel drive, so it had the battery the the motor in between the two. My next one is four wheel drive. And you called Elon. He was like, yeah. I got he was you. like, hey dude, sorry about your wreck. Heard about. I sold it. a lot of flamethrowers this month. I got you. I almost ordered one. He is uh, doing everything. He is the man. I, so, that's oh, all I gotta say. I know a good. This could tie it into everything. All right. There's a rumor going around that Elon Musk is Satoshi Takamoto. Nakamoto. Nakamoto. Nah. No. I don't think so. What if? The definite what if. 
Um, I think there's like a 20% chance. It I've could, been it listening could be. to his, um, what is it, biography? Official biography on, there we go, that's better. Whatever you just did. Yeah. His official biography, um, it's pretty good. I don't think he's Satoshi Nakamoto, though. I think Satoshi Nakamoto is a group of the cypherpunks, and they used the name Satoshi Nakamoto as a, uh, you know, a person to blame. I like to picture my Satoshi Nakamoto with wings, and I'm, and I'm just sitting there. Flying. Flying. Are you flying, or you just could fly? I could fly with him. He could take me with him. And he's just pooping out little bitcoins. Everywhere. I imagine the bank account that that guy's got in his bitcoin. He's got a million bitcoin, or he's got a shit ton of bitcoin. Didn't he die? Was there some like something he's, that happened a couple years ago where he he just vanished? He just vanished. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a fake name. I think it's a fake name that a group of people are this person online. You think a bunch of Asian people? Cypherpunks. Right? You think? I think it was the cypherpunks. Hmm. Don't come after me. Yeah. <laughs> don't get us. <laughs> I think they just, they would hook us up. They'd be mm. like, hey, don't say anything else. Yeah. Uh, they were all about the documentary. There's, If you're not familiar with Bitcoin, there's a great one called Banking on Bitcoin on Netflix. Oh, yeah. That Very good. good documentary. It really going to get you into what it actually is. Because explaining it, even myself, is pretty tough. It's, it's just hard to think that if you would have invested the money a few years ago you could have been bitcoin rich you could have been real cash rich you could have yeah you would have had the same amount of bitcoin but then you're just a real cash rich right yeah if you sell it like the guy who bought a pizza for like 10 bitcoin or something like that (laughs) and uh, it was like ten thousand bitcoin Bitcoin? yeah it's like a two million twenty million dollar pizza something like that that better been the best pizza he's ever had i can't imagine being the guy that paid for it and be like like today i'll be like oh yeah well you know like two million bitcoin are just gone they're lost because of the way you have to send money, you send it to addresses. If it gets sent to the wrong address, it they're just in out in the cloud, you know. Mm-hmm. Just just and people who lost computers with hard drives on them because so many people were mining Bitcoin on their computer right. when it first came out because it was so easy to just do it on your normal PC that they just like let these computers go with a ton of Bitcoin on them. And then now, like I read a story, there was a guy trying to find one in the dump from years ago, and he was like tr- paying to go through the dump. Because he had like a shit ton of Bitcoin on his hard drive. Oh my god! Yeah, that's you've lost it then. Yep. <laughs> Reminds me of the episode of The Office when Michael and Dwight are uh, going for the sales leads in the dump. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Zoolander. Whenever they're trying to like find the evidence, they're like, "It's in the computer." The files are in the computer, and then he smashes the yeah, computer. Yeah, smashes it. I don't see him. Ben Stiller. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Ben Stiller has some Amazon Prime show out. I'm not sure. I thought I saw it on there. I haven't watched any of those. I have Amazon Prime, but I haven't watched any of them. I had it for two years for free because students got Prime for free. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And I haven't been using... Oh, David's calling me. Cool. We are going. All right. So we're back, and the co-host has joined us. He had a... A massive event downtown. Tell them about it. So I was downtown over at Seville's over at Seville Quarter, and we were hosting a 
commissioners forum for districts two and four. Ooh. And I don't know if I think this might be district three. Is this Lumon Lu May is our guy? Yeah, district three. Yeah. District three. So yeah, two and four is what we were doing tonight, hearing from all those candidates. Two of them for for there's actually three for district two and five for district four, which is my district. So good stuff. One of them actually talked about Olive Road and Johnson Johnson Avenue, which is where I live. So I was like, oh hell yeah, this guy actually cares about me. Oh, that's a good feeling. feeling that. That's a pretty good feeling. Your commissioner cares about you, right? Because you, you, you was the only. Because like my big thing, my big thing was, dude, the roads are shitty where I live right now. And the one guy, uh, Bill Fetke, was like, yeah, like I, we need to take care of Olive Road and Aunt Johnson Avenue. I was like. That's the one go. thing. That's the one thing people are really like super pro government always harp on libertarians for. Like without the government, how would you have roads? Pizza Hut. Domino's. That's what I was saying. Domino's. Domino's. That's what I said Domino's, last podcast. Yeah. That's what I said last podcast. I was like, dude, Domino's is doing a better job at uh, fixing the goddamn roads. Than Do we think they're actually doing it, or is it just a PR stunt? I'm gonna fix call. One road? I, I, oh, I think this is a big time PR stunt because it looks like Domino's is really trying to take that angle of what 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 is everyone not doing? Oh, they're not fixing roads. Let's get on that. <laughs> I would hate to buy our the, pizza. Uh, we'll fix roads. I would hate to be the uh, employee for Domino's that they're like, no, you're not delivering pizzas today, bud. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Domino's though. Like they they really are stepping up their game. They even have those hot spots now where. Like if you're oh, if you're like on a college campus and you're not home or you don't really know where to tell them to go, just meet up at the hotspot. Was it just like a box with pizza in it? That would be nice. Basically, yeah, yeah it's just like a red dot. And you walk to that it's red like, dot. We trust it's all you app leave based. Us, leave us money. No, it's like just put a little put, put a little envelope right there. I saw something that was really cool. The uh, Cleveland Browns uh, or Bud Light has installed in ten bars Cleveland Brown uh, coolers with. Loads of Bud Light in them. Is it in Cleveland? And yeah, they're okay. in Cleveland. This is and, genius. And they only unlock if Cleveland wins. So once Cleveland wins, ten bars are gonna be going ham at these is coolers and Bud Lights. Yeah, they're free. Uh -huh. Dude, there's gonna be riots over those coolers though. Like people are gonna be standing by them trying to get by. Like like especially if there's like a two like a one point lead and they're holding on for dear life. People are over there just like, let's go, let's go. And then if they have like a big ass lead, then they might as well just break it open. Man, come even, on. They're not even gonna be mad at the bull rush to the Bud Light. They're gonna be like, fucking Baker Mayfield, touchdown. We beat the Pates. They're just going to bust open the cooler. The Pates? The Pates. The, the Pats. Patriots. Fucking NFL fan. Sports ball. Sports ball. All right. Um, so now that you're both here, I have an article from The Economist. Um, and I wanted to see if you guys, or I just wanted to get y'all's take on it because it's actually pretty creepy. It's like uh, some Black Mirror shit going on. Oh, shit. Yeah. And this is Economist, so this is like real life. Shows trippy. It's on paper, so. Yeah, this is a real life paper. All right. <laughs> on some Swedish trains, passengers carry their e-tickets in their hands. Literally. About 3,000 Swedes have opted to insert a grain of rice-sized oh. micro, er, microchip beneath their skin, beneath their thumbs Love and it. index fingers. Love Ooh. it. Love it. The chips, which cost around $150, so they're affordable can hold personal details, credit card numbers, medical records. They rely on RFID, that's radio frequency ID technology, 
already used in payment cards, tickets, and passports. You can start your car with this, from what I understand, too. Yeah. I'm not even going to read the rest of this. Yeah, I've heard enough. I just enough. want to talk about this. I, I've heard enough. Uh, I'll take it when I can unlock my door at home, start my car. Yeah, um, at what point do you, do you get the microchip? How soon can they get in here? It, it seems like it, the thing is though. It seems like this is a, like an adult thing, right? Like kids wouldn't use this with it. I don't know because kids could microchip their or parents could microchip their kids and like see if your kid ever got lost. You'd be like, oh, is the GPS I, enabled? I mean, oh, yeah, like, there, like could there's I, no like, way if you lose your child in a Walmart. Yeah. I mean, you just whip out your phone. Oh no, he's he's just over here being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like me, I, I used to get lost in the stores all the damn time. There's no way you ride the bikes far. around. Okay, I, I one time did, and someone at Walmart yelled at me. I was like, oh, I, I was being that stupid kid. I was like, oh, I, 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 I was like, oh, I found it. <laughs> Dude, but first off, I, would, I think it would suck to have a grain of rice underneath my fingernail. I think it would be uncomfortable yeah, as hell. Yeah, would you notice fingernail? Would you notice like, dude, it? Yeah, I'd notice a, 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 like a little How thing of rice, a grain of rice underneath my nail. See, it's the I heard mark about of the one devil. that was in your palm, like around here. It wasn't in your fingernail, the one I heard about. It was just like a little I mean, bump on your. I'm oh. pointing to my palm. If this was like an IUD, like my, if this was like an IUD or something, yes. like 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 what girls do not get pregnant. So you're I'd, saying you I'd start do... the car with your penis? No. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Insert here. <laughs> That's great. Just gives you a little dick sucking in the morning, just to just get you up and ready. <laughs> Let's see. Insert oh. a grain of rice size microchips beneath the skin. Between their thumbs and index, so it'd be right yeah. here. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I could, right here, I could yeah. see that. I mean, it's like, if it was like right in the like the center of the web, yeah, I, you That's may not feel it. The guy at Best Buy was trying to sell me these when I was buying a shit ton of graphics cards for me. He was like, "You got to get this. It's from like DangerousThings.com or something. Huh. You got to insert it yourself." So I was like, <laughs> oh, no. "Well, these guys over in Sweden are having." Uh, what do they call them? Is it a requirement now? They're calling them... No, it's not a requirement. A business started off doing it, and they had about 3,000 people do it. There's 10,000 cyborgs. They're calling them cyborgs worldwide with chip implants. Wow. And uh, The Bjorn cyborg. Yeah, the Bjorn cyborg. <laughs> and they're having uh, chip insert parties where they... Oh. Where they Insert all together. I bet that gets. I bet that gets messy at I one point. Gets, I bet it gets wild. I bet you got some bleeders. Dude, I'd get. I'd get. I'd get. First off, I'd get drunk before I do yeah. that. I would. Like, yeah. I feel like it would be. Unco- it'd be so uncomfortable. Everyone's there. They're professional, and you're there. Like, yeah, we're getting my chip, bitch. See, in Sweden, they have chip inserting parties. Here, we have like pro- pure romance parties where girls are selling vibrators yeah. and shit. Well, I've never been to one of those. Oh, I haven't either. I've heard about it online okay. and say. Uh, Marketing oh thing. yeah, it's like the new Mary Kay. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I was thinking. It's like the women who sell products, like uh, like makeup products, and they or the Tupperware, the t- old Tupperware salesman. Uh, they, these uh, they, like these uh, these are like actual things where women. I think I saw in a movie one time. Just wake, wake, whip out this giant plastic dick and like, all right, ladies, here's how it works. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the back. Looks great. <laughs> Kathleen, chalk me up for two. <laughs> yeah, no. She's like, this one spins. And it's just like waving around in the air. Dude, that reminds me of a time this one girl I worked with at the Grand Marlin. I was uh, tell- I was like, I actually that day went to this adult store to find a Which gag one? gift. Uh, it was a place off Davis Highway. To find a ball gag? 
It was a. It was a. Oh god! It was a. It was. A, it was a, um, a fucking pocket pussy. A double. I was trying to. I was trying to get. I was trying to get. Dude, because at one point in ATO, like pocket pussies were a thing. Yeah, pocket I don't, pussies. I don't. It, we had like a. We had a. We had a period where pocket pussies were a thing. So I was. I was buying a pocket pussy as like a gag gift for a separate like my a group a, a, a group of friends. It's like. And then I tell this girl though about it, and she's like, "Oh, I went to I went to a store the other day. I got this vibrator, and this girl's like open as hell. I got this vibrator. Oh, and by the way, this is the first." time this girl and i ever met <laughs> ever met this is my first impression of her of her she gets this vibrator that has seven functions seven. And, I'm, and i'm and i literally I spent the whole time functions. i spent the whole time trying to figure out what those seven functions were i mean it's like you have the you know the simple you know vibration and then maybe it's maybe it goes in circles and maybe then it goes up and down and then <laughs> Yeah, then it goes. It, it like goes really fast, and then it goes really slow. Maybe it even shocks you a little bit. Like some people are into that. Shocks, some yeah. people are. Into some that. people are into that. Maybe it has a little like stimulative mm. shock. I'd want something that would like shoot out and just like punch her in the butthole. You know, it's <laughs> like a little, little, like it's surprised. You know. I want to see the electricity like in those balls where you see the uh, little jolts of electricity. Uh-huh. See it come up. They got them at that at those parties, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but no. I, I was gonna say the uh, the pocket pussy is like one of those gag gifts where like you get and you laugh at you really like ah and your buddy's like yeah but I'm gonna use it <laughs> right it's like we can all laugh but I'm really excited about <laughs> no, this thanks I thought one time in high school my buddies we really got into fleshlights we were like custom making them we would never order oh. them we would never order them but like you could get like Alexis Texas's asshole <laughs> like a, a mold of her butt. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so if you're pour, into that. They pour hot wax into this lady's uh, butthole? Is that, what, how, is that how this gotta works? That's got to be how it, it works, right? It's like, Alexis, how do you think your butthole is? <laughs> no, one time we were, we were in Indianapolis for, a ATO, uh, for an ATO event, and we're over here trying to figure out, okay, what's like good incentives we can give for our brothers to you know, be more motivated and want to do stuff? And, all, and then all of a sudden, Rudy over here is just like, if they do this, you can win Alexis Texas's asshole. And I was joking, of course, but we but did then, shit like then that. pocket pussies became a real yeah, thing. Yeah, they did. And uh, involvement grew three hundred percent that year. <laughs> involvement grew three hundred percent when we had the porn account. The the, I heard about the that. Courtesy, account. courtesy of your boy right here. Yeah, and uh, I gave it to my buddies. Also, I gave it to like Devin and Cody and them. And uh, they didn't. They weren't the ones who. Oh, I know who was. Yeah, we. I call him out, Quinn. Know, yeah, yeah. Calling you out right here on this podcast. He ruined it be for everybody. He started using the goddamn webcam service, which is an extra charge yeah, per. I'm, I'm getting like twenty dollar charges on my debit card, and it's like, like well, this person. Or I didn't say this person, but it said it said you had a web chat with this person for. This long, like he tells you exactly how long. No, and I just put it on the page, like who was beating me this long? No, but get this, get this. My buddy, my buddy Devin would use it, and he's an avid porn watcher. He he would be one of those one of the friends that whenever you went over to his house, he'd be like, "Hey guys, come watch this," and just like show us some porn. He'd be like showing us a porn game with like a knockoff of like Vin Diesel. It was like triple X, but they. The guy was Din Viesel. Like that that's how deep he got into it. He was into dude porn stars? No, no, no. It was a game it was like a interactive oh, okay. porn game and you were Din Viesel. Okay. And you had to save the girl and then fuck her. <laughs> in the game? Really fa- in the game. Click, 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 tap, 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 tap. 
which is very multitask. Click, click. Ta- you know, you're professional it's multitasker like, if you can like do that. It's like S is in, like J is out. It's like... Yeah. Anyway, but he would get on there, and he said for fun, he would sit there, and he would take breaks, and he would just refresh the history on it. Because I guess we would all be whacking off around the same time. <laughs> and he would just watch the history grow from like like two videos to like 50. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I didn't know you did that. Dude. It's funny though, because he said he did it like numerous times and it never failed. That's funny. I remember, the, I remember like the day after I gave the account information... The uh, I, we I checked. There's a thing where on the uh, on like your profile. Was it browsers? Yeah, it was browsers. browsers yeah. On the profile, it shows how many videos you have watched on this account. Oh, in less than 24 hours, over a hundred easily. <laughs> and honestly, I was on. I was kind of expecting more, but I was really happy at the same time. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm glad y'all are using it." And these are guys <laughs> that are failing classes, <laughs> that are not paying their dues. You know. Was it worth it? Let's jerk off. Was it worth it? How much was it a month? It was uh, so it was twenty eight dollars when I got it, and I just got it. I got the one month because this was a Christmas gift for a sep for again like a separate uh, friend group, and so my buddy Hunter gets this uh, Brazzers account, and this guy is so pure. We always talked. We always talked about doing it. He is the wrong guy to get this account, so I knew he wasn't going to use it right. So he ends up passing it on to my buddy Blake, who's a pike at Louisiana Tech. And he ends up not really using it either because he's like so devoted to his girlfriend. So I'm, I, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give my brothers the ultimate Christmas gift. It lasted maybe, a maybe, month. maybe. No, I, I don't, it didn't go a month. I had to cancel it because <laughs> Quentin kept beating off to private chats that it was costing me money. Dude, I don't, I don't know what it is. But those girls that message me on Facebook, I will fall for it every <laughs> Dude, time. Dude, every time I get every a, uh, a friend request, it's like, I'm old Shadow. It's like fake pictures. Uh-huh. <laughs> One meets your friend, Robert Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that uh, <laughs> yesterday. I noticed. Cause I, you and Corey. Cause I you always, and Corey yeah. were the two friends. I'm like, God damn it. Dude, I always add them because like, I'll talk to them for a little bit because sometimes they're fun. You know, I'll be like, hey, what's up? They'll be like, hey, baby. I'm like, oh, yeah, you want to get fucked in the ass? Oh, my God, dude. You are it's fucking nasty. But then, That's nasty because you're probably talking to some, like, 48-year-old dude. No. Like, send me a, a, send no, me a picture of your dick. They're real people. They just want your money. Yeah, 48-year-old dude who's real. <laughs> no, she, no, they're, they're like the <laughs> no, real No, she people. likes me. No, she loves me, Davis. <laughs> I'm driving up to New York, uh, New York University to see her. She only asked for $5,000, okay? She said, well, I don't fuck with them on that level. I just fuck with them enough for them to, like, block me or stop messaging me. Because you know that happened, that thing that happened with one of our other fraternity brothers. I did not. I do oh, not no. want that. That is why we ever. all have tape over our webcams. Yeah, now. I have tape over this webcam right now. What, dude? Tell the okay, story. We're guys. not. We're not telling. We're not saying names. You got to okay. protect the innocent on this one. Okay. But we had a fraternity brother. He's still a brother. And one day, all of us get a friend request. While That's while it. we're in chapter, while we're in chapter, right? So. This this ha- this friend request has his name, but follows it off with Jerking Man. Like the, la- the his last name concludes with Jerking Man, and it's a video of our brother jerking off uh, in the webcam. He's like butt ass naked, getting into it, butt naked laying on the couch, like 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 f- some freaky shit, right? And 
we, uh, we, of course, we all reported. We're all like trying to <laughs> yeah. keep this as low as possible. But then one day we're over at uh, like Cam, we're over at Cam West's house, and his girlfriend and uh, Justin's girlfriend are watching the video, oh. analyzing it. Oh. They're analyzing this video, and they're like, actually, it's kind of hot. They sent it. Oh, they oh sent my it god! To his, to his friends and his family. It ended up being. It's literally like the nightmare of all nightmare situations, right? Like. Ooh, you caught me. I watch porn, but like this Whoa. went to so many people. I think I think a girl like, like I wouldn't want this ever to happen. We uh, all watch porn. We yeah. all do what we do, but no, he was. That means he was webcam video chatting, jerking off with somebody, yeah, and they recorded I, it. Yeah, he said. Yeah, for, he at first he made it off like I was just jerking off. See, he but, he didn't give the credit card number. See, if you chat with them and you whip your dick out, you gotta pay him. Cause they're gonna put you on blast. What? Yeah, they're gonna put you on blast. I've never done that. Like I've never, you know, look at me funny all you will. I've never done that. That happened to him. I Hell did not have sexual relations with that webcam. <laughs> I had one girl that I had one girl that tried to. She said that she had pictures of me and she was threatening to. She was threatening to. Um, it, this this person clearly looked fake, right? But it was a Tinder thing. Yeah. And uh, she said that she was uh, she was sending me nudie pics just to start off. So that's how like she brings you in. But at, at first I was like, dude, these are, this is such bullshit. And then she started threatening me, saying that she has pictures of me and that she's gonna blast blast me and put a, give, show them to my parents. And she's wow. like, I know where you. I know you go to UWF, and I know that like, this is what you do. And I'm just like, I'm not sending you shit. She wanted, she wanted naked pictures of me back, or he. I'm not sure. That's how Didn't they even get ask you. for money. Just wanted naked pictures, right? That's and how I just said, you. look, I don't know what you have. I, I guarantee you, you don't have what you say you have. So go mm-hmm. ahead. And then, I'll, and then this person's like, all right, fine, I'll be nice. And I'm just There's like, more and pictures. then after, I just deleted. It. I just deleted. It. I don't even have. I'm not. I haven't been on Tinder in like three years. But and that's what I'm saying. Like all these social media companies, they're worried about damn Russians. And fucking right wing conservatives, they need to get these people who are getting us to jack off into our webcams <laughs> off. That is the priority number one if I'm running a social media company. Well, Facebook now to advertise, you have to fill out. They they mail you something and you have to input the code so that you are not uh, political. You're so you're allowed to politically advertise or something. See, that's so dumb. Yeah. You should be able to politically advertise. They're just making a big deal about mm-hmm. it. Like, Oh, we know who's advertising. No, dude. It, it pisses me off because it's like, okay, we've interfered in elections. The Russians have inter- interfered in elections since the beginning of espionage. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's just been how it is. And you just want to make a big deal because your terrible candidate lost. Mm-hmm. You know? But... That's all I'll talk about that because I don't want to get into that. All right, moving back to Facebook. Yeah. Uh, I spend you're... a ton of money with Facebook for advertising purposes, and their, their platform has definitely gone down since all that. As far as advertising on it, we've had to switch up and do things on Snapchat, Instagram, uh, even doing stuff on Reddit and Google Ads because Facebook just doesn't have that control anymore. The younger kids aren't on Facebook. 18-year-old kids, they're on Snapchat, and that's about it. Yeah. They That's might have a Facebook for their parents and their relatives that are far away, but they're not on it. Nope. Yeah. A lot of people are saying they're, it's like a public commodity, really, like a park, and it needs to be regulated. I just think there needs to be some competition. Someone yeah. needs to come in there and just be like, 
fuck you, we're going to do it a little bit different, and we're going to steal all your people, just like they did to MySpace. Yep, they did it to MySpace. Mm-hmm. Yep, MySpace was huge back in the day. Yep. And I remember the day that it was like, everyone's done with MySpace on the yeah, Facebook. I do too. I was one of the last stragglers, because I was promoting events at the time, and MySpace was great. You post a bulletin, you go comment on people's stuff. I was doing rock shows at the American Legion downtown oh, yeah. from 2007 to 2000, whatever, 12. Uh, so if you went to a metal show during those times, there's probably a chance that I put it on. Uh, MySpace was great. That's how I found out about all the bands that people were listening to and tons of promotion. And then you moved to Facebook and bands couldn't even have a page for three years. Yeah. You know, and it's, you still can't really listen to music on there. It's definitely not for That's music That's one thing all. MySpace was great is like mm-hmm. music, mm-hmm. musicians, and expression. Because mm-hmm. you can put your own music on your page if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, MySpace tried making a comeback not too long ago. I mean, they're still around, but they yeah. tried getting popular again. Didn't it, was maybe, it was maybe two years ago, I'd say. Wasn't no, JT involved? JT bought MySpace, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, they, they attempted to make it a thing again. You can st- it's basically just a music service yep. at this point. That's all it is. It's n- yeah. it's not social media, really. I mean, you can use it for that element if you want. But I kind of no bought, bought a little MySpace. Use- <laughs> I say no one's using it. People are using it, but yeah. not like not not like what Facebook is, where they have, what, yeah. 5 billion users? Yeah. Well, maybe less than that. I think someone's... They have over 1, like 1 billion. I think I, there's over 1 billion. There's 5 billion people in this world. But. that 150 million people use Facebook a day. Which mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's higher. I think I it's higher. I think yeah. it's way. I think that, that seems way too low. I've used Facebook low. today. Oh yeah. You've used oh, yeah. Facebook oh, today. Yeah. I have to use Facebook for work. Yeah. Yep. Same. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like becoming a monopoly now. Yep. Same with Google. Same with YouTube. But the the beautiful thing is back that uh, ten years ago you couldn't. Today I have an event in uh, uh, California coming up in later in the month. I'm mm-hmm. going to do it myself today. I post, made a post and was connected with someone in San Francisco who's going to DJ the event. He's going to bring sound to the event. So, like, the amount of connectivity that it gives us is absolutely insane. Creating an event is super easy on Facebook, yep. especially if the people who, who, like, are willing to go to that event, you yep. know, and willing to actually put it on. Because I've, I've created events and groups and people have been like, oh, why'd you add me to this group? Mm-hmm. Well, you, but, know, yeah. you know, Facebook does a thing now where if you make a post that includes a date in it, it automatically creates a Facebook page, like an event really? page for it. Yeah, so I was uh, making a face a separate Facebook post for the commissioner forum that I just went to. Actually, it was for the mayoral forum that we did two mm. weeks ago. But I heard that was good. I, yeah, it was oh, it was so good. It was, it was really, good. Pa- really yeah, good. Yeah, he was there. It was awesome. But anyways, I was trying to promote it myself, just sharing it on my Facebook page. Hey, guys, come to this event. It's going to be on this day. And right, just because I added a date and I added a location, it automatically made an event page. And I went wow. ahead and erased it because I don't the, like that. the Pensacola Young Professionals already had an event page for it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want it to come off as news radio trying to right. – make their own page and make it seem like it's their event. Like I, I immediately erased it, but yeah. that, but you, I guess it's a setting you can change, but that's a thing on Facebook now. I don't like it. No, I don't, I don't like, like it either because no. now it's just, now it's just annoying because not all, just because I include a date doesn't mean I'm trying to make an event page for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We create, uh, I'd say probably like 50 to a hundred Facebook events and we advertise to it. Um, our old ticketing platform would actually amplify the event to Facebook and our new one is going to do the same. So uh, Facebook events are they're becoming less and less important. But I did hear that you can invite all now. 
There's an invite oh, all button. Shit. There, is, there, yeah. is, there is an, an invite all button. Because I, I, I was trying to add people to the PYP page. And, I kind of uh, want to celebrate that. I don't want to do that. And, and plus, our, like, our news radio page, too. Like, uh, mm-hmm. You can invite all, but I'm just like, I'm going to have a lot of friends that are just going to hate me. I want to. I want to do that, but I want to invite them to something like completely erroneous, like my big cock party, you know, or something stupid, just to celebrate Facebook putting that. I'm going to be the reason why Facebook like gets rid of it. Calling <laughs> all adults with big cocks. <laughs> Even if you got small. No, You're going to get some weird ass people do, at that party. Just do like, well, because that means like people who host events like that one event they did downtown on the pier where everyone shouted. Um, oh, yeah. Chocolate, chocolate, like from SpongeBob. That oh, means that, that guy gets to send it to everybody. Yep. So be prepared, people, for getting asked to like uh, people's pages, go to their events. That invite all button. I think it's back. a good feature overall. I don't think anyone's going to abuse. As it. an event promoter, I like it. I and like people it are going to abuse it. Yeah, people are going yeah. to. For but a still. while, you had to like do some JavaScript code and scroll down. But if Facebook yeah. did it, that's all right. Awesome. It's. Eight o'clock. I'm trying to get you out of here. So sure. tell the people about your events and what you got upcoming. And sure. Everything. So we started small in Pensacola, like I said, probably about seven, nine years ago. Something uh, went from a small event company. And now we have a five thousand square foot warehouse, two thousand square foot, two story office on one acre. It's land a nice place in beautiful downtown Pensacola. Uh, I consider this downtown. It's, I mean, I came from downtown. It was like five minutes. Maybe. Yep. Downtown's growing. Too. Yep. yep. Especially like, like we focused on the nice parts of downtown. Right. But it's, the, it's, it's growing. growing. More yeah. business is coming into this part of town. Yep. We're nice. in the Inglewood Heights district here. Um, we operate, like kind of manage all of our rents around here. People go, come and go. Trucks come and they deliver pallets of paint and something we couldn't do when we were in the, uh, the collab. I was telling Robert we were in the collab downtown uh, for a while. We got this place, um, 2016, we did probably over $2 million in business, uh, which is yeah. kind of insane just for what we do. I mean, we're an event company and we just kind of have the right connections with people to book our events. Uh, we promote and put on our events pretty much 100% in-house, marketing team on staff pretty much 9 to 5, Monday through Friday and Saturday if we have an event. So I like to tell people it's like we're the band, the promoter, and sometimes the venue if we rent like a fairgrounds or something and have to bring a stage sound. So it's definitely different. Yeah. Um, it's been good. Uh, I think everything I did before this led me to where I'm at. My senior year in high school, I ran a venue called The Red Door. Um, I've heard of The Red Door. It was a music venue. I've heard of The Red Door too. 2017 to 2018, mid-2018, we did... Hundreds of, I think it was 100 to 200 shows. We had shows on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. And as a senior, I did sound. I did all the calendar. And it taught me a lot. Shout out to Darla Collins and the people that did that. It was a Christian-run venue. But we had secular bands play all the time. They just couldn't cuss. And that was kind of like, to play, you had to sign the contract saying, hey, we're not going to cuss. We're not going to drink. We're going to abide by your rules. And if they didn't abide by that, we cut them off. First time we did that in a sold out crowd of like 500 people listening to a metal band, it didn't go so good. But then after the fact that we kept doing shows, people were like, okay, they yeah. stand up for what they believe in. And, you know, and then we ended up bringing the band back. It's a band called Winds of Plague. Uh, <laughs> uh, At a Christian venue. That's, yep. that's funny. Uh, <laughs> they played three or four times. You know, um, I handled all the booking and they handled all the 
uh, outreach and the church aspect of but it. But they just screamed like, boom, 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 fuck. Yep, it was a <laughs> uh, fuck you, get the fuck out. That's what he was saying. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, nope. No, fuck you, no, get the you, fuck out. <laughs> you need to cut him off, get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was cool. Um, and then I played in a rock band called This Day Will Tell for several years. Um, toured with that band. I booked us tours all over the United States. We did two West Coast tours. We went up to the Northeast. Uh, in a little shitty van. I always like to tell people that I've kind of been to the bottom and now I'm here. We used to sleep in the van in Walmarts. That's a story know. with a lot of go. entrepreneurs, though. You yep. know, if you're gonna if yep. you're gonna say, you know, I don't want to do this whole nine to five thing, you're gonna have to grind for a little, you know, mm-hmm. a little while, a long while. You know, especially with people like artists and comedians. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. It didn't work out for me doing that, but I think it kind of. Uh, Led me to where I'm at now, to where I can understand what it takes as an artist, going from the very bottom of making no money, driving eight hours, get paid 50 bucks that doesn't even put gas in the tank, and you get $4 a day to eat on. (laughs) And you're sleeping in the van in a Walmart. Um, That was an interesting time of life. Yeah. Um, I miss it, but... um then, it's kind of like humbling looking back, you know. Yeah. It's like you think about those shitty times that you thought were shitty, but then you're like, you know, that was actually really fun. Mm-hmm. You're just real hungry. Real hungry. If only you knew it was the golden days when you were in them. Yeah. Right, Andy yeah. Bernard. Oh shit! Uh, Not even noticed you right. That's that the last in. episode. Yeah, 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 that was awesome. Yeah. Big fan of The Office. I love the. I see your post. I was. I was I've been watching The Office a lot lately. Yeah, good. It's good shit. I've been going through my phases. Who do you think was the Scran Strangler? Toby. Toby. Oh, I saw Toby. Did you read that Toby. thing on Facebook? Yep. Insane. I saw that. I was like, yes, this all makes way too much sense. They have another one on Creed though. Yeah, but Creed, you always I don't knew it was think, crazy. No, but remember, but Toby makes so much sense though. He was so quiet. I know. He, was, he just he was always yeah. He, he never had anything going for him. Do you remember the Halloween party though? Whenever mm-hmm. Creed showed up in like a bloody suit, and he was like, "I was here." And Creed was like, "Oh, what a coincidence! It's Halloween." <laughs> yeah, but Creed was always crazy. That could have been anything. I think I think Toby makes the better argument. I think I think no, we're getting way off track. I'm playing, but... no, I'm playing devil's advocate. I think Toby did it too. But there but wouldn't I be blood it. on Creed if he's the strangler. The strangler likes strangling his victims. Yeah, but if you're like there you know, would be no violently blood. strangling, I mean, Creed someone, probably you could, like, stabs somebody. Someone yeah, yeah, Creed like, definitely oh. stabs somebody. Creed Bratton. He could stab um, someone. Yes. So uh, I played the band. Up. Then I did. I okay, tour tour managed a couple bands. Um, I went out on the road for free just to kind of tour manage some smaller up and coming bands. It was fun, fun time in life to be no. able to just like, hey, I'm gonna go on tour for two weeks, not make any money, and uh, have some fun. Uh, did good. that while I was in school. I was, that's why I was a PSC and UWF. I was taking classes online. Then when I was uh, 24, I think I was 24. They hired me on at Glow Rage, making $75 a night. And uh, then I got got paid to like work daily. And then it kind of just spiraled into like, hey, you need to run this shit. <laughs> so uh, now we're equal partners in doing it. And uh, I pretty much run all the day-to-day stuff on it. Nice. The event's coming up. I got a 20-something day tour that we're launching um, in the public market. And then obviously it's welcome week. So I got... 40, 50 events in the next couple of weeks. For like schools and yeah, stuff? At yeah, at colleges. So we got big ones, Clemson, TCU, University of Houston, uh, St. Louis University. What's been your favorite show so far? 
Um, that's a tough one. Oh wait, sorry, sorry. I I, I don't mean to interrupt your. No, events. you're good. Go go ahead, spill the events, and then you can think about it while you're. Um. Yeah, big city tour. This is the biggest one we've had. I'm booked out pretty much past November, which is really nice to That's have awesome. all the weekends filled. That way we can focus on promoting them. Um, 25 dates. It's called the Let's Get Wild Tour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the artwork's pretty neat. We're trying something new. Um, I'm trying to give a blog the exclusive dates, so hopefully they'll pick it up and then other ones will pick it up. Sweet. Um, yeah. Uh, my favorite show, going back to that. Tough question. Um, going to Guantanamo Bay was really fun. Um, we do one every year in St. Anselm College in Henniker, New Hampshire. You might remember the guy that ran with the boot on his head for president. You remember what? that guy? No. He had a boot on his no. head or something. He was running for president. I'll have to YouTube this or something. Yeah, he had a boot. He was a crazy motherfucker. He was from up there. We do that every year. It's in like an ice arena. Like 2,000 people come up. It's insane. Um, yeah. Is the ice like on the floor, like the hockey floor? Um, no ice <laughs> on the floor, but imagine like the Civic Center with no ice. Uh, it's just ice. a cold ass floor. Cold man. floor. It's cold painted yeah, floor. Yeah, when we, when we went and saw uh, Roy Jones fight in his last fight, oh. that was a cold ass floor. That was a good fight. That yep. was a good fight. Yeah, yep. we both were there. I was pumped. Yep. God, you I think feet. I saw you guys there. Yeah, you might. We were. Yeah. We did a podcast. That we, was like our you, second episode. You okay. did see us. I think I saw y'all. Yeah, you and Drew. You and Drew you Pemberton. Into us? Yeah, I think I oh, ran into. Oh yeah. Y'all. Yeah, we, we ran. Into I think we ran into you and Drew yeah. P. Yeah, we were in the media section, okay. which I which I was slightly disappointed in, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's all good. We had a table. It was great. We had a good spot. The Roy table won. was ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, I almost bought probably. seats on the. My friend does the grab pop, the popcorn thing. He mm-hmm. rents. He has a VIP deck. I almost got tickets to the last one, but I ended up... That was the day I got in car wreck. Was the day that that fight that I was Damn. supposed to go to. Yep. Well, Elon's sending me a new one. Elon's sending me a new car. Yeah. Yep. Got a new car coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for doing the podcast, man. I had fun. And, I had fun. Uh, we'll do it again sometime. Hope so. uh, good luck on your tour. You thanks. know. Um, are, you, are you going overseas anytime soon or are you staying in the States? No plans to go overseas anytime soon, but uh, that'll change. That'll change real soon, I hope. Sweet. All right. Well, we're signing off. Thanks again, Michael. Thanks, Davis. All right. Sorry I couldn't be here the whole time. It's Enjoy, okay. guys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Adios.